0: Your Bibles and turning with me to the book of Ezekiel in chapter 20. Book of Ezekiel and chapter 20. And the point we're on and began to consider and look at last week was remember Mount Sinai that is the Lord God is telling Ezekiel to tell the elders that he's not going to speak to them he's not going to hear from them because they've been a rebellious people And it begins to set them in memory of some things. And the one thing that we're looking at right now is Mount Sinai in the wilderness. Remember Mount Sinai. Remember the law. The law of God that was given It was given to that first generation of people. That people whom the Lord visited in Egypt brought them out of Egypt into the wilderness, brought them to the foot of Mount Sinai. And there he gave them his law, his word, his covenant. He entered into a covenant with them. The law was was given, we said, to to show them how they ought to live, to point them to God. It was to be the way of life for them. <laughs> it was to become a way of life but it was to be in their hearts. It was, because, it was to be there because they loved the Lord their God. And this law was, was to be in their hearts because of their love for the Lord their God. Also, at Mount Sinai, we come to the part of it that we didn't get to last week. Not only There and contained in the law, not only did he give them the law, but contained in the law was regarding the Sabbath. The Sabbath day. Let's read verses 10 through 12 in Ezekiel chapter 20 again. Book of Ezekiel chapter 20 and verses 10 through 12 again. Wherefore I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness and I gave them my statutes and showed them my judgments what a man do he shall even live in them moreover also I gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them that they might know that I am the Lord that sanctify them the Sabbath the word Sabbath means a ceasing from labor to cease from labor it was a day in which they were to cease from labor a day of rest ceasing from labor as the Lord ceased from his labors of creation they were to work six days as did the Lord in creation and then he came to the seventh day and he ceased from his labors of creation rested on that day but it was more than just a ceasing from labor it was a to be a day of worship to the lord it was a sign that the people were holy set apart unto God unto God alone no other God but unto the God of heaven the omnipotent God the sovereign God the Lord Jehovah and him alone turn with me back to the book of Exodus where we find this in chapter 20 we might want to begin reading with verse 8 here in this portion of scripture of course if you know anything about the law and it being given to the children of Israel at Mount Sinai you know it is in the 20th chapter of the book of Exodus the twentieth chapter of the book of Exodus, in verse eight, the Lord God says to the children of Israel, "Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. <laughs> it was it was a holy day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work." But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord, thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy strangers, stranger that is within thy gates. For or because in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. He ceased from labor the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it I want you to notice two words there it was to be a day of ceasing from labor every seventh day six days you have to do your work and the seventh day of the week is the Sabbath there's a ceasing from labor it is holy The Lord blessed it. The word blessed here in this 11th verse of the 20th chapter of Exodus means actually to kneel by implication to kneel before the Lord. To kneel before God. He made it a day of kneeling in worship which is what worship is, kneeling, bowing before the Lord and hallowed it. He made it a holy day. He, made, he, he set it apart as a holy day unto himself. <laughs> the day that he was to get the knee bowed to Him and worship and honor to him. Turn with me to the 31st chapter. The 31st chapter, and we'll read verse 13. Exodus chapter thirty-one and verse thirteen. Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign and a an appearing. It is to be an appearance. <laughs> or keeping the Sabbath. <laughs> Our ceasing from labor to worship God is an appearance, a sign between me and you throughout your generations. It was to be a sign, it was to be appearing to all people that the Lord God, He's our God. And we obey His commandments. We bow the knee to Him on this day. Give Him the worship that is due His name. It is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you, that doth make you holy. I am the Lord that make you holy. Therefore, you are to bow the knee to me and worship me on this day. Think about that. He gives us seven days, and one of those days is His. Only one that we are to cease from labor and to bow the knee him <laughs> not that you you want't to honor God the rest of the days for if you have his his law you have his word in your heart you're loving him. <laughs> You're going to honor Him every day, but that seventh day that He has commanded, you're going to come aside, you're going to cease from labor, and you're going to give the day holy over unto the Lord. How much, how much of the day did He ask? How much of the day did He demand? Command? It was the whole day it was His now just part of it. it was to be set apart in honor, in exaltation of God. It was to be kept holy, set apart totally to God. A day to remember. A day to remember the Lord to remember what the Lord has done for them in bringing them out of Egypt, in the crossing of the Red Sea, and all the miracles, all the signs which they seen His mighty hand work on their behalf. They were to reflect upon what God had done for them. Turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 5. Look with me here, begin reading with verse 12. Deuteronomy five twelve. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it As the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Sixth day shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. It is his. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thine ox, nor thy ass, nor any of thy cattle, nor thy thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou and remember and remember that thou wast a servant, wast a that word in in the Hebrew there that literally means slave that thou wast a slave, a servant in the land of Egypt and that the Lord thy God brought thee out of thence through mighty through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Therefore why for? Because it was a day to remember the Lord. Remember what the Lord had done for them in bringing them out delivering them from Slavery, delivering them from bondage and bringing them out of the land. Imagine. Imagine a people so committed to the Lord that one day each week and set apart just to worship Him. Imagine it. A people so committed to the Lord that they without fail come together and give one day To bow the knee to the Lord (laughs) week after week, year after year, just to worship Him. What a testimony! What a testimony to the unbelieving. What a a testimony that God alone is to be obeyed and worshipped. What a testimony that that Jesus Christ is to be obeyed. (laughs) And worship. He's to be exalted. One day he'll wait. His people are to come together. To to bend the knee. To kneel. Before him. And to exalt his holy name. The whole day is to be given unto Him. After Jesus' resurrection... He no longer met with the apostles, with his disciples on the Sabbath. When Jesus, when when Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. The seventh-day Sabbath was ended. That was under the old covenant. Now Jesus brought forth a new covenant. He rose from the grave the first day of the week. You can find that in Matthew in all four of the Gospels. Matthew twenty eight, one, Mark sixteen, two, Luke twenty four, one. John chapter 20 and verse 1, they all tell you that it was the first day of the week, early on the first day of the week. Some, sometime before the, 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 the women arose, arrived at the grave, at the tomb, Jesus had already risen. The first day of the week. And he commemorated that as the day, the day to to kneel before, to exalt him, to honor him, to worship him by manifesting himself on the first day of the week. Turn with me to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew in chapter 28. In verse 9. This is on the first day of the week uh, when they arrived at the tomb and the tomb was empty. In verse 9. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, all hail. And they came and held him by the, the feet and worshiped him. He manifested himself to him. When? On the seventh day? No, he, he was yet in the grave on the seventh day. On the first day of the week, the new Sabbath, the Christian Sabbath. In the book of Luke. The book of Luke in chapter 24. we won't take the time to read all these verses but in verses 18 through 33 of Luke chapter 24 we find that there were those that Jesus manifested himself to and at first they didn't know him and he expounds to them the things concerning himself from the old testament from the scriptures from Moses the prophets it's all they had then and finally Jesus Manifest himself to them. We come to verse 33 and we read this. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found seven gathered together and them that were with them. Saying in verse thirty four. Saying The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. (laughs) I I mean this is on this is all on the first day of the week. He's making his appearing. He's making his manifestation. He's meeting with them. On the day of the week I think probably John gives the clearest indication of this meeting with with the 11 John chapter 20 verses 19 through 23 then the same day At evening, what day? The first day of the week. At evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Notice they were assembled on the first day of the week and Jesus going to appear to them came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them peace be unto you and when he had so said he showed unto them his hands and his side then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord then said Jesus to them again Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me. Even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Jesus manifested himself to the eleven disciples in a closed room on the first day of the week. And then again, a week later, eight, eight days, the Eighth day, he manifested them to he met with them again. Verse look with me down to verse 26 in this 20th chapter. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said. Peace be unto you. Isn't it obvious that Jesus is sanctioning worship to be on the first day of the week? His church understood it to be so. For they continue to meet on the first day of the week. And doesn't mean meet other days. I mean they they were much more serious about about this business of of, of church fellowship than, than we are. They met daily at the first. Turn with me to the book of Acts and chapter 20 just to show you a couple of meetings of the church Acts chapter 20 and we'll read verse 7 here this is Paul has traveled to this region came here and upon the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow. And that wasn't just a preacher that got long-winded and preached an hour, or an hour and ten minutes. He pray, was preaching until midnight. You see, the whole first day, first day of the week was the Lord's. There was a good day given to worship to the Lord. And I'm not promoting that I get up here and stand and preach to you all till midnight with maybe some breaks in between. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could last, last that. But Paul did There was one man that he couldn't endure it. Remember? <laughs> he was sitting in a window. What? A couple, three stories up? Fell asleep? Fell all the window dead. <laughs> Paul went, down, raised him back to life. But the point is, they met on the first day of the week. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians, and not not second Corinthians. First Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, chapter 16. In verses 1 and 2, Paul is addressing the church at Corinth concerning the love gift for the saints back at Jerusalem, the poor saints back at Jerusalem, poor Jews back there, that they had promised to give. And he says this, Now, "...concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye, upon the first day of the week..." In other words, when you come together on the first day of the week, "...let every one of you lay by him in store, as God hath prospered him, that there be no gatherings..." When I come. In other words, that, that this do not have to be hurriedly attended to when, when I come. When I arrive there. You're, you're to already taking care of it when you come together on, on the first day of the week, the Lord's day, and you bring your tithes in, you bring that offering for the saints as well, so that it's already. When I come to collect it. Point is, they were meeting on the first day of the week. What a testimony. What a testimony. If all of God's people would come aside. On the Lord's day. The first day of the week. To kneel before Him. To to exalt Him. In worship. And in honor. And give that day wholly unto the Lord. To to cease from labors. It's a a day to honor the Lord. To worship the Lord. To remember. To remember what He has done for you. Do you remember what He has done for you? In bringing you out of the bondage of sin. And setting you free. Setting you free in Him. Giving you life. Giving you eternal life. Do, Do you know that it is the Lord... That sanctifies. It is the Lord that has set apart, that, that set up set you apart unto holiness. Do, don't you realize that that day is holy to the Lord, and you're to be holy unto the Lord. Jesus said. John 17 and verse 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. How are we sanctified? How are we sanctified? By the word. And especially on the first day of the week when we come and we kneel before the Lord, exalting Him, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. We're set apart by the truth, by the word. We're set apart by healing and worshiping and exalting Jesus Christ. Are we in Jesus Christ? Has He sanctified us? Turn with me to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, chapter 10. verse 9 then said he lo I come to do thy will O God he taketh away the first the first covenant that he may establish the second the Lord the one who came to do the will of God the Father the will of God came and took away the first covenant that he might establish the second covenant. By the which will we are sanctified. By his will we are sanctified. Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. We're sanctified by him, by his his body once for all of us, for all of his people. Matthew 121, thou shalt call his name Jesus, and thou shalt save his people from their sins. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering, oftentimes, the same sacrifice, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. He is the sanctifier. Are you the sanctified? Are you the ones that have been set apart unto holiness? Have, are you the ones that have been made holy through the offering of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? If so, then you ought to delight in, in coming together on the first day of the week. The whole day, kneeling giving it to Him in honor and glory for the great things that He's done for us. He gave His life, taking my sin in His body so that I might be delivered and live Now I live for him and have eternal life. Well, we'll stop there tonight.